Welcome to Leading the Next Generation with Tim Elmore. I'm your co-host, Andrew McPeak, and our mission here at Growing Leaders is to empower the emerging generations with skills to lead in real life. And Tim, it's a new year. It's 2022. And today we're talking about what you do, what your rhythm is uh, at the beginning of each year, how yeah. you sort of process last year and then move forward into this year. So I'm really excited about this conversation. Yeah, I am too. I recognize that there's dozens of motivational speakers and leadership and life coaches that talk about what to do with resolutions yeah. and motivation and everything else. But I have had a habit that I have uh, pursued every year for decades now mm. that has just continued to work for me. And I thought it might be helpful for our listeners to just listen in and maybe adapt to themselves. But um, I'd like to go into it. But before we do, I want to set this up, listeners, with uh, um, an analogy. Yeah. Um, way back in 2010, I wrote a book called Generation IY, Our Last Chance to Save Their Future. And I first started talking about Mahout's uh, people who mostly in Africa study and work with elephants yeah. um, out in the bush. And um, there were some habits that these th that those who study at elephants noticed for young elephants that got away from the herd. Interesting. So they strayed away from the, the pack of pachyderms. Did you see what I did there? I like that. And, um, and then when they found them, they noticed they had developed some very poor habits. Mm. Yeah. As they got away from the community, bad things happened. This Interesting. sounds strangely yeah. familiar. Yeah. So one of the things they, they, they noticed in these young elephants where they were starting to bully other animals. Interesting. And elephants generally don't do that unless they're going to eat something for prey and they're vegetarians really. Yeah. They, they would never bully another animal. Well, these kids, these kids, you know, mm -hmm. kids today were bullying other, <laughs> other elephants and, and other animals. But the second thing they noticed was far more fascinating to me. They noticed these young elephants walking up to a pond or a pool of water to take a drink with their trunk, and they would swish and splash the water before they drink it. Mm. They studied this for weeks, not not knowing why. Because that's splashing? not normal elephant behavior. No, you just start drinking. Yeah, you know why? Just like us, why would you play with your straw for five minutes and then take the drink? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So they finally drew a conclusion, and um, the conclusion was very, very interesting. As I said to me. The reason these young elephants, they said, was uh, were splashing was because they didn't like seeing their own reflection in the mm. water. And by splashing, they could kind of mess up the water. And they wouldn't have to look at who they really were. It wasn't mm. an authentic reflection of who they were. Now, I don't want to borrow too much here. I don't want to turn this into some philosophical thing. But I think everybody listening sees where I'm going with this. I wonder if we just keep splashing in our lives. We just yeah. noise and clutter. And we don't stop and look at the reflection. Who are we this year? And where are we going? Mm. So this is a chance, I guess, to stop splashing, listeners, to tune in. I'm going to share some ideas. I don't think they're rocket science, but they've sure changed my life. And maybe along the way, over the course of the next 20 minutes, we can really get somewhere. I love that. I love that. What a great metaphor for exactly what we're talking about. I love the also the picture of one of the reasons they may not like their reflection is because they're not spending time around ele other elephants. They don't mm. know what it's supposed yeah. to look like, right? So in a lot of ways, what you're doing is sort of presenting a picture of here's yeah. what it could look like. And hopefully in seeing that picture, we all may 
apply some of those things and like the reflection that we see a little bit better. It is. As well. In fact, you're exactly right. My last item on this list I'm about to give is what does my community look like? What, yeah. what pack or herd am I hanging out with? Yeah. And are they helping me become the best version of myself? Well, this sounds great. Let's jump into so it. So every year I post um, a couple of blogs. One is what do I do at the end of each year? And then what I do at the beginning of each year. When I when I do, uh, I guess the um, habit that I have at the end of each year is I write down my fondest memories of the past year. And I did have some fond memories of this last year. It was a hard year, but yeah. some great memories. Um, greatest game changers. That's a fun one. What were those things that crept up on us? And we look back and go, that was a game changer. Yeah. You know, uh, biggest surprises. We always get surprises every year. And then, of course, best highlights. Mm. Um, I also do biggest disappointments. Oh, that's um, good. I don't like to talk about disappointments, yeah. but there there were some this last year. What, like for one of one of ours, Andrew at Growing Leaders was, we had hoped to beta test this app that we were beginning to use, and we had to put it off mm-hmm. sometime. That was not fun. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But that was a disappointment. Yeah. So listeners, if that makes any sense, you can go to that post on our GrowingLeaders.com. Look at the blog page and look up what I do at the end of each year. You'll see all of those categories there. But now I'd like to to do the second ritual. I'd like like to walk through what I do at the beginning of a new year. What are the issues that I address to create goals, standards, and targets for my new year? So um, one question I ask myself, which I'm sure dozens, if not hundreds of other coaches and motivational speakers give, is what are my greatest dreams for this year? Mm, I like that. So what am I envisioning? What do I hope happens, okay? Um, these dreams are going to require something of me, so I better get them out there rather than have them in the back of my mind. And then I get to the end of the year and say, darn, once again, I didn't, I didn't do them. Yeah. So this year we have some big ones, uh, but those dreams uh, are going to fall into different categories for me. Um, I chose years ago, Andrew, to stop just writing down goals and I'm writing down standards. Love it. Here's the difference. There's nothing wrong with a goal. In fact, I do have some goals. A goal is a target you want to hit that when you hit it, you can check it off the list. Move on. It's done. Yeah. But standards are a lifestyle level or plateau that I want to hit and stay there. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, I have some health standards and you don't have to copy this folks. In fact, please don't if you're not like me, but some of my health standards are uh, I'm working on my abs and my arms. All right. Physically. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure you're seeing I'll, the- I'll keep track of his progress and let you go. guys know Just about that. Just let me know what a stud I look like each week. <laughs> um, so I have weekly workouts with, with our, our trainer. I want to eat a high protein, uh, low saturated fats diet. Great. Um, I monitor my carbs because I'm a diabetic, a type one diabetic. Mm-hmm. I want to keep my blood sugars under 140. Those are all ones that just make sense for me. But I really, those are standards. I don't want to hit the less than 141 week and go, check that off the list. Yeah. Um, So those are standards there. Um, I have another category, family standards and goals. Mm. So I want to continue to date my wife, Pam, every week. So I will find a time to take her out somewhere out of the house. And she's become quite a homebody. She just enjoys being at home and that's fun yeah. and and it's cheaper. Yeah. But I I just feel like I've got to invest in my marriage. Every time we go out and we spend some money, we go cheaper than a divorce. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I mean, we laugh like you're laughing, but we yeah. go, this is true. Yeah. You can say this is a waste of money. I say it's an investment. Yeah. 
Um, I want to meet with my wife every week and talk about calendar and business items because every week something happens. Yeah. I'm gone somewhere. You need to know on Thursday I'll be in San Antonio or whatever. Um, I want to identify and communicate with each of my family members in the way they want to be communicated with. That's good. So you know my two children. They're both adults. Yep. And um, I have to find ways that Bethany, my 33-year-old daughter, and Jonathan, my 29-year-old son, want to be communicated with. They're mm -hmm. both very different. Yep. So I, I've got to think differently and play chess, not checkers, Yep. and and allow them to be the chess piece. If, that if anybody are. out there has been wondering why you've been posting all those TikToks, it's because you're trying to connect with your son and daughter, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's my problem. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to th drink three bottle waters a day. That's good. Yeah. Now, Andrew, you might say I can drink three cups of coffee a day pretty easily. Yeah. That's if, a standard I don't have to work to right. keep up with. Actually. <laughs> exactly. That's right. So anyway, there, there you go. Um, uh, yeah. We're just going to, uh, we're going to do some other things just at the house. We've set some financial goals and donation goals. We want to, we want to donate more money this year than yeah. we've ever donated before. So those are just some standards that are not goals, they're standards. Um, and then mentors and mentees. Every year, I have a category of what are the areas I want to grow in this year? Uh, and then who might be a person that's maybe, let's say, three steps ahead of me in those areas that I could meet with on a quarterly basis, a monthly basis, or maybe a couple times a year and just get with them. So I'm meeting with John Maxwell for leadership. I'm meeting with Tim Tosopoulos, the president of Chick-fil-A for focus. Um, I'm meeting with Sangram Vajri, you know Sangram, mm -hmm. for um, just the whole idea of um, innovation. He's just yeah, an innovative thinker. He is. I'm meeting with Randy Hain on transitions, just talking about transitions in my life. And then I've got some people that I want to invest in specifically. Mm. Uh, so um, uh, listeners, I guess the only thing I want you to get out of this right now is not to copy this, but just to think, am I being as an intentional as I need to be yeah. as I think about standards I want to live by? For this next year. Well, what I like so much about your approach is you're also thinking about different areas of your life, right? People yeah. tend to, not only do we set goals instead of standards, we tend to uh, set goals for career and health. Maybe if we're really thinking about it, we'll do something associated with family, yeah. but we don't really push ourselves outside of that, right? Yeah. We create a book list for ourselves and a career list for ourselves and we sort of move yep. on. But what you've really done is thought, I am a whole person. I want to grow in yeah. all these different ways. Yeah. And so therefore I want to be uh, selective and intentional at the same time about yeah. how I'm going to push myself this year. Well, let me illustrate what you just said. Um, you probably have read the data, but as people get older, their friendship circles begin to get smaller. Mm -hmm. You just don't need as many friends as you did in college when you were in a dorm and you know there are a hundred people around yep. at any given moment. Yep. Well, I'm getting older. Imagine that, <laughs> but it sure beats the alternative. It does. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I did this year? I added friendship standards. I love that. I need to get with people that I, I, I love, but, you know, guy friends that I just don't get with unless I set it on the calendar. Yeah. So there's three particular people I just want to get with that are peers of mine. And I want to make sure and cultivate friendships so I don't, mm -hmm. you know, just get older and go, gosh, I'm all alone and yeah. I don't need to be. That one's not about growing, but just connecting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, and I think I'll probably naturally grow just by creating yeah. that community around yeah, myself. I love that. So uh, here's another one. Uh, this is, um, again, probably a no-brainer, but um, in what areas do I want to grow the most in this year? Mm. I I'll tell you one I wrote down that you might think is quite funny, but um, reading and research. Yeah, that is all, funny. All my adult life, I've been a reader and a researcher, and I try to read two books a month. But this year, I want to go to a new level. 
And so I'm going to subscribe to um, subscriptions that I've never subscribed to before. Cool. Get with people that I think are just ahead of me, some folks at Emory and others, and I just want to get better at this. So listeners, again, your takeaway might be, what's an area that I've done and now it's just a default mechanism? I don't yeah. get any better or worse. Yeah. And you say, no, I'm going to take it to the next level. I love that. I want to read and research. And I would hope, listeners, that if you were to buy a book from me this next year, you go, that is measurably better because Tim is better at, yeah. at researching. He clearly read more and researched more than he <laughs> ever right. has before. That's right. Absolutely. I love that. So another one, um, speaking of reading and research, I do try to read two books every month. Hmm. I'm not saying this is something other people have to do, but for me, that's doable and yet stretchable. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fast reader. I'm not a speed reader. I wish I was. Yeah. But um, I can get through two books a month if I read 30 minutes a day, either morning or evening, mm -hmm. and um, I can plod my way through. I know you read as well. Find listeners the best time it is for you to read. Some of you would say, I'm no good in the morning. I got to do it right before I go to bed. Fine. Yep. Yep. Some of you say, oh no, if I don't do it in the morning, I'm going to fall asleep on that book if <laughs> I read at 1030 at night. Yep. Find the time that works. But I think, uh, I think, Readers are leaders yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So I just want to make sure you're digesting stuff. And, and that's how I keep going. And I'm not a starving baker. I'm, I'm continuing to grow. Love it. Um, I want to double click real quick on mentors. Um, I am uh, more than six decades in my life. But every year since, gosh, 17 years old, I've had people that are investing in me. Mm. And thankfully, they found somewhat that I'm worth investing in. I, I don't say that in false humility. I've, wow, I can't believe you're giving me time. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. But um, I have a set of areas, like I mentioned before, that I want to grow in. And I am meeting with people. It's my dime. I go to them, treat them to lunch, breakfast, or coffee. I bring the questions on my pad of paper or tablet, my iPad, and I'm ready to take notes. And all I ask them to do is bring their appetite and their brain. Yeah. And they are talking out of the overflow of their life. It has been immensely helpful. Uh, in fact, this past year, I sat down with John Maxwell, and it was a game changer. You know, mm. we're now talking about partnering more together yeah. and, and merging our, our missions. And oh, my gosh. Well, Andrew, I look back, that fit the game changer category. Yeah, for yeah. Me. And that was a mentor relationship when John asked me how I was doing, and suddenly it dawned on him, maybe we could do something together. Yeah. How fun that was. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's just really, really, really cool. If you're not intentional about those conversations, you miss out on the... Uh, unplannable yeah. opportunities that open up, like That's the really one you true. just talked about. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah, you plan for a serendipity. Yeah, isn't that it, funny? It, That's, That's exactly kind of a, right. Kind of an oxymoron, but yeah. it's really true. Um, I would suggest something I do. I would suggest you think about the magazines listeners mm. that you're subscribing to. I actually cut back a little bit because I just saw that I just wasn't reading or benefiting from some, but I still subscribe to others. Um, and I would just say the reason magazines are huge is magazines are often books before they are published. Yep, true. They're often a, a, a quick thought that yep. just came to a- A little more cutting person. edge, perhaps. Yeah, a little more yeah. cutting edge. And next next year, that may be a book, but you got it a year ahead of time. Yep, yep. So I, I really believe we need to be looking at that. Um, what events do I want to attend? Uh, when I choose the areas I want to grow, I try to couple them with conferences or retreats or whatever that will actually address those topics. Mm. 
So um, that's been helpful. What podcasts? I'm listening to more podcasts than ever before. Yeah. By the way, listeners, thank you for listening to this one. But yeah. I, I just find it's so helpful to listen because once again, podcasts are often books before they come out, yep. but you're listening to them. And some of you would say, the reason I listen to podcasts is I'm not good at reading words on a page, yeah. but I'm getting a book mm-hmm. you know, on an audio. Yep. Um, so, um, And then the last thing I would say is, what will I do Monday through Friday to be intentional about my growth. Hmm. So here's one thing. Um, we have had some new team members join our team. We have two of them in the room right yeah. here, two wonderful uh, people that are new team members. I have so enjoyed getting with them and just getting to know them. Well, we're having more and more join. I want to make sure that I don't get three or four or five months ago, oh, I've not even sat down at lunch with, you know, with uh, Eric, yeah. you know, who just joined our team. What a cool guy. So um, listeners, I, I know this is not brilliant. You don't have to be a college educated person to think of this, but what people are you getting with that make sure you're growing each year? I just think that's huge. So big. Well, thank you for walking through all of these categories. I know uh, as you think about um, uh, our listeners and where they might be, right? Uh, we talk a whole lot about leading the next generation, but the reality is the best way to lead others is to start by leading yourself, right? And so I just want to encourage you. I know there are a lot of uh, teachers, parents, leaders, coaches who are out there and they are exhausted. They are overwhelmed. In yeah. fact, we might be coming into this year with our tanks emptier than ever before. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to encourage you. You may not have done this yet, but I just want you to take, maybe it's only one thing that Tim just suggested, but if you would just focus on it and prioritize it, give it some time this week. It may feel like you can't, you don't have any time to give it, but just try and find five, 10 minutes to work through one of these. And I think it may make a huge difference in giving you some life and some energy and some fuel for your tank uh, as you come into this new year. Yeah, I agree. In fact, I would just say in closing, this list that I just gave you, which is so simple, helps you be more intentional. Intentionality is the name of the game. I found out a long time ago as I read a Stephen Covey book that the issue is not prioritizing your schedule, but rather scheduling your priorities. Yes. And this is just you getting with those people that you might have by chance found throughout the year, but you're saying, I'm going to make sure it happens Mm. up front. So, Andrew, I want to close with a custom. I love this. Um, Yeah, it is. And then I'll let you make the closing remarks. But for years and years and years, I have smiled in January when I think about... uh, what happens around the world in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, the word January is taken from the Greek god Janus, and it was a statue. You could still find it to this day. It's an old one, but it's got two heads, one that looks forward and one that looks backward. Very interesting. So in many ways, January is a time to look forward and backwards, just yeah. like we talked about. But my favorite custom takes place in the major cities of Italy okay. every year. Yeah. And if you're an Italian listening to this and you know anything about your heritage, you know, yep, that that happens. Yeah. Um, At the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, you don't want to be walking along the sidewalk (laughs) in any major town in Italy because doors are thrown open, windows are thrown open, and objects are thrown out onto the streets. Wild. Objects from a house or an apartment or a flat that just get thrown out. Now, here's what they throw out. Any object, piece of furniture, book, you name it, whatever, that carries with it a negative connotation or a bad memory. Wow. Something I look back and go, I hated that. Yeah. So you can imagine there might be a book that wasn't good or a spouse. Just kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> just totally kidding. No people are thrown no, out no windows. No people, please. Yeah. But um, you can imagine. And, and really what they're saying is out with the old, yeah. in with the new. Yeah. And um, as 
cliche as it sounds, I love that spirit. This is our chance to push reset and say out with the old, in with the new. And what I've given you today is maybe at least one simple path to take the new. Mm, I love that. I love that. What a tradition that we might need to all take on. Uh, well, as you guys are thinking about your year and how you're going to grow this year, there might be a book list associated. I know I've got books that I'm planning on reading this year. And uh, I just want to commend you as you're thinking about how you're going to improve yourself, especially you're in the area of becoming and sustaining your own leadership journey. I want to come into you a book. It's actually a book that Tim just put out. It's called The Eight Paradoxes of Great Leadership. It's a fantastic resource exploring the social and emotional uh, skills that you're going to need to lead in a very complex, if not paradoxical world that we're li uh, living in today. So if you're looking to improve yourself as a leader, this is a fantastic resource that I want to encourage you to pick up. Again, it's called The Eight Paradoxes of Great Leadership. You can pick it up on our website, Growing Leader com. Click on store. You can buy it there. You can also find it on Amazon, but we really encourage you to pick up that resource, make it a part of your reading list for 2022. You will not be disappointed. Well, as always, if you would rate this podcast, give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that really gets the word out about what we're doing here. And we appreciate it so much. If you found this podcast in particular helpful, share it with a friend, pass it along to somebody who you think may also find it beneficial. If you want to connect with us online on social media, we are at Growing Leaders and at Tim Elmore pretty much everywhere you are. And then finally, if you have ideas for this podcast, people you want us to interview, uh, topics you think we should cover, shoot us an email. It's podcast at growingleaders.com. We love getting those and we can't wait uh, to have a really great year of podcasts here uh, with you. And we, we really encourage you to send us those ideas. Well, Tim, thank you so much for walking us through this and giving us great ideas for how to start this year right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>